Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. We also need the guy who's joining us on the Roman guest line right now, our guy Patrick Everson from props.com. Shame him. Pat, how are the Italian nachos? Oh, the Italian nachos are phenomenal, and I'm down in it right now, following up with this uh, seasonal Stella. Oh, or Stella Artois, and it's good. Artois. I'm, I'm splitting. I got like this 25 ounce can as a gift, so I split it with my son, and we both are thinking it's pretty good. Yes, so, I have a son who's old enough to drink. Nice, legally. nice. You look. You don't so, look it, Pat. You, you don't look it at, at all. all. I'm glad. I'm glad you said that. That's very kind of you. Just. Just early conception of babies in the Everson household, just getting it in early. Uh, so sometimes, Pat, like it's it's either you take the math and you just go strictly math or you go strictly narrative. And, and you and I, I, as the dummies that we were in this particular case, went math. You went 36 and a half over. I went over 37 because it was just absurd. But then you say to yourself, well, it was kind of simple. Ian Book. Versus Tua Tugavailoa, uh, two great run defenses and quarterbacks that like to dink and dunk. One maybe throws the worst football I've ever seen in the NFL. Yes. Like, how did we do it? Why did we do it? Take the over. Look, well, uh, look, it, it, I'm, I will. I certainly won't call it the sharp play, but the way <laughs> I think of these, and I did find some success on this a time or two during college football season with Big Ten games. For me, there just comes a point where you're like, okay, that number is is low enough that all you need is is one or two interesting things, not even crazy things, but interesting things to happen that will speed along the possibility of an over. And we actually got it tonight, Trista. We got a pick six, six like four minutes play. into the game. Mm-hmm. Bang, bang, it's seven nothing, and you got ten minutes of the first quarter left. We're in we're in position. That's exactly what we needed to happen for this to get for the for the course to be set. Now the problem was the course didn't continue setting throughout the first half and now we're limping along and we're probably going to lose. Yeah. I just, you know, sometimes it just gets to a point generally I'm trying to I want to win, but I'm but I'm trying to have some fun with this too. And when I see 36 and a half, when I saw that yesterday, I was like, okay, I don't think it's getting any lower than that and it didn't. And I thought I got to I'm firing over. I'm going to root for some scores. I hope some crazy things happen and Maybe they still will. Maybe we luck out. We're not quite dead yet, like they say in Monty Python, you know. Not quite dead yet. We we, we would be lovely if uh, – oh, my gosh, Kamara's breaking one right there now. We, we need more Kamara receiving oh. yards, and we need a Vanette uh, anytime touchdown for a friend of mine who uh, thought that was a great or play. Or an be- Ian Book – I needed Ian Book rushing 32 and a half yards. That seems dumb now. Yeah, I mean, he has technically rushed he 32 has ran, yards. He has just backwards. Yards, but backwards, side to side. None of that counts as <laughs> forward yardage. Um, Pat, can you tell us about the totals last week? We, we haven't really, like, researched this, but – we felt like a lot of games flew over. What, what was the over uh, under total or tally looking like last week in the NFL? That's a good question. I'm going to take a look at a link here real quick because I hadn't really paid that close attention to it. But, I mean, there were also, you know, some totals were falling precipitously, as I'm, as I'm sure the two of you and, and, and Ryan. When he's, is Ryan off tonight, by the way? Ryan is off tonight. Um, yep. He's fixing a okay, clavicle or something like that. Okay, very good. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that the three of you have discussed it at one point or another with all these COVID issues there's been – uh, you know, quite a bit of uh, volatility in the total market as well yeah. as with the uh, with the point spread. But look at this. I mean, uh, Niners Niners Titans under Colts Colts Cardinals under 
Uh, Green Bay, Cleveland, under, just barely, uh, right on there. Um, then, 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 then they overstart coming. Giants, Philly, Bills, Patriots. Uh, then you got Bucks. Bucks go under, but Rams over. Yeah, there were, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at this now. There was, there was a, I would, I would call it a mixed bag, but there was definitely a fair amount of overs, some higher scoring games. I think, you know, obviously the snow in, in Seattle, everybody thought that was going to be under that line was that total was coming down. And, uh, but that's the thing. It's like with these low totals, it's like all you need in a, when you get weather in there, all you need is one or two odd things to happen. And all of a sudden you're, you're in a, you know, it's a 50 point game when the total's 41. So, uh, yeah, and it, it looks like as I'm going through it, kind of a mixed bag. To me, if I'm looking at this, I'm seeing you, a handful of U's on the board, a handful of O's on the board as winners. Um, maybe just that Dallas game just sticks out like a sore thumb. The total was in for the at the halftime, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it, was. it was very fast. And my Washington football team did not put on a good showing, but they never do. Ooh. So, you know, it's, it doesn't do. really hurt anymore. Just cry myself to sleep slowly. <laughs> Pat, Pat uh, you know, one of the games that sticks out to me is the Texans game against San Francisco. Uh, they are 15 and a half point dogs, which is like a crazy line to me, especially given the fact that, you know, you're talking about a Texans team with dudes on it. Like this is not a good football team, but this is a team that has a decent roster and they just destroyed the Chargers. Uh, are people overvaluing the Niners given the fact that you've got now Trey Area coming in to play for Jimmy G now that he's been shut down? Yeah, I think, and, and it's starting to show, because honestly, I believe this this line first, if I recall correctly, it did actually tick up on the Niners uh, with the automaker that I speak with normally on. Uh, it did uh, uh, on when, on Sunday night. The automaker I speak going into each week on these NFL games. It was Niners 14 out of the gate, 14 and a half within a few hours, and then actually 15 uh, a little bit earlier today. And then the Jimmy G news started leaking out and. Well, on top of that, I think there were probably some takers at 15. They were probably like, okay, wait a minute. This is a little bit of a bridge too far. The Niners didn't look great last week, didn't put up very many points, lose on a field goal at Tennessee as favorites against a Tennessee team that doesn't have Derrick Henry and so forth. Uh, I think there might have been some takers at 15, and then after that, the news started to seep out a little bit more on what the situation was with Jimmy G. And that same book and many others now, I'm sure Betty and Jim among them, uh, are they're down to 13. It looks like one or two of these books actually might have this game off the board at the yeah. moment because I, I don't see a change in number. But the book I speak with each week has it on the board, but uh, it looks like they got some play. Once it got to 15, that was kind of a tipping point because it went back to 14 and a half and 14 pretty quickly late this afternoon, uh, your time and early this afternoon in the best time zone. And then mm-hmm. – with this, uh, with this Jimmy G news down to thirteen. So, what is your um, feel though? Like, would you take, would you take the Texans? And and do you feel like the reason for this was just because what, like, this the Niners have been decent all year? Like, it's a stra- it's a strange line to me. Well, and the, and the thing is, I don't know. Look, the Niners have been decent the last month and a half. They had a nice run to get themselves back into playoff position in the NFC, and that's a talented team. They've got a lot of talented guys out there, but I. I might lean Texas. You know, now that's down to 13, not as much, but I might lean Texans here. If Jimmy G's not playing, then, I mean, there was a, there was a period before the Niners kind of heated up, Trista, where people were like, why in the world isn't Trey Lance out there? This is awful. So, they, but they stuck with Jimmy G. He seemed to get it together. They got on a nice little run. They're in position to potentially make the playoffs. So if he's the guy, there was there had to be a reason why Lance wasn't coming out there, and 
and and now if I and, and again I hadn't had a chance to catch up on this side, but it sounds like somebody else is it's not gonna be Lance starting on this week if, if Jimmy doesn't play. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Did I catch that right? Yes. Yeah. So I mean I kinda like getting a whole lot of points. Yeah, I like getting almost two touchdowns. You might want to sit tight, see if it gets back to four. That's what I was least, wondering but... too, yeah. Pat sit look, sit back. I, sitting back is sometimes the best way to do it, especially like with all yep. this COVID news. Like I, I've really been making and a lot of my too. plays very, very late, like right before kickoff, to make sure I know who's in and who's out. That's the biggest. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest, I guess, sharp move I've ever done in my life. Other than you know betting, like a sharp move I had that w- went wrong was Ian Book under a half of intercep- interception. Uh, that's never going to hit. Boy, yeah, it's <laughs> just right there for my memory. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, five-and-a-half-point favorites this week at home against the Arizona Cardinals. I know the Cardinals have been terrible as of late. Um, and then Dallas, of course, just shellacks the Washington football team. I know how much the public loves betting Dallas, but what are the books saying about this line? Five-and-a-half seems a little funky because I, I feel like a lot of sharp money could be coming in on the Cardinals to have uh, a game in which they get right on the road against the Dallas Cowboys. I think this could end up being a, kind of a pros versus uh, – uh, pros versus Joe's game, Quinn, yeah. especially with where it's at. This open, uh, the odds maker I speak with each week on Sunday evening, they put this up about an hour before the Sunday night game kicked off, and he gave the comments literally like right at kickoff. So none of this had really unfolded yet. And they opened at Cowboys 3, and he said we did see some money show up at 3, but once the Sunday night game kicks off, then that book and maybe others do, I'm sure others do as well, took that game off the board, and they take it off the board, and they don't put it back up until Monday morning. The Sunday night game, any teams involved in that, whatever their next week's game is, comes off the board during the Sunday night game, goes back up on Monday morning. So this went up at three, and they were seeing some money on, on the Cowboys right away. Come back, as you, as you noted, Quinton, at five and a half this morning. So really the move was all predicated. It wasn't like it was bet to five and a half. It was all predicated on Dallas beating the living hell out of – uh, out of Washington. Yeah, last Pat, night. you don't have to keep saying it like that, okay? My heart All is right, already I'm broken. Sorry. It was just a, a win is a I'm win. Sorry. Let's just focus on okay, next week. Th- understood. Understood. Let's get, yeah, next week. <laughs> on to Cincinnati, uh, as Bill Belichick would say. Yes. Uh, is that what, on to Cincinnati. I do think this is a this is an opportunity. I mean, Arizona needs to, needs to get together. Obviously, the, the, the Hopkins injury is just, it's just huge for that team. But I do think this is a chance to get right. I do think this number is going to go higher because I think the public is going to bet the Cowboys. And I think that's uh, that's probably why they're sitting at five and a half right now. I don't think they want to lure the that sharp money in yet with the by going to six or six and a half and making it that much more attractive. But I think it's going to get there. So I would sit tight if you kind of like the cards to to have a get right game, even if they don't win, just to go out there and be competitive because they need a good game this week for sure. Let me ask you about this Rams Baltimore Ravens game uh, really quickly. Mm-hmm. Rams are only three and a half point favorites. We just watched the Cincinnati Bengals destroy the Ravens. Who knows what's happening with Lamar? What is your feel on that game, and why is that line so small, especially given the fact that Baltimore doesn't have that great of a home field advantage this year? Right, and they have no idea what's going on with quarterback either. I, I got to think that the logic on that line is that there's no you know, is, it, is, is that they're almost certain that that Lamar Jackson is going to play this week. Now, that's how they felt a week ago about this coming game and, you know, about, about the game over this past weekend. And really the last couple of weeks, they, they're setting lines thinking, okay, surely Lamar's coming back. And then, uh, you know, and then he ends up not coming back. I do think they're thinking he's going to come back this week. And I'm, what I'm trying to uh, check out really quick is the, uh, uh, is the look-ahead line on this to see 
you know, what they, you know, where they were leaning and how much of a change there was. And for some reason, oh, there it is. Okay. I apologize. Sometimes I, this stuff doesn't come to me as quickly as it should. It's all good, Pat. But, okay. But the look ahead, but the look, this is right around the look ahead line. The look ahead line was two and a half, three. They opened Rams three and a half. Uh, the Rams coming off a decent, you know, a decent road win against the Vikings. So really, it's not that much of a change. I guess up a full point from the initial look ahead line. But I got to think that's because they think Lamar Jackson is going to play. And if he is not, then that line's going to move. And if you feel like. Yeah, I just took uh, it. <laughs> yeah, if you like the Rams and you feel like Lamar Jackson's not going to play. It's never going to be lower than it. it is right now. Exactly. Take it. Take it now. Yeah. I agree. I think all. I agree. would have been great. But. I think also a lot of people might have faith or those odds makers might have faith in Tyler Huntley, who looked pretty good when he was out there. So it wasn't like he was a total dud if it's not Lamar right. Jackson. They, some people, right. even Ravens fans, have argued that Huntley has run that offense better than Lamar has this year. Pat, thank you so much for joining us every single time. Uh, you, once a week, you always give us great insight and knowledge. So enjoy your nachos. And I'm on the, the under in this game, so I'm I'm laughing at you and Tristan Shame. because you guys made Shame. fun of my Washington Shame. football team. So under <laughs> betters for the win tonight, Pat. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Happy New Year, Happy you two. And uh, give my best to Ryan. Be well. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely, Thanks, Pat. Pat. That's Patrick Everson, our Vegas insider from Props.com.